Here I go. You can do that. Okay. Uh, we're recording in three, two, one. Hello, welcome. Ooh, I can't talk. Hello, and once again to <laughs> Hello, Hello Hangouts. Pull up a chair and have a listen, and we can talk about um, I don't know whatever's on our mind. If you have something to contribute, we can always uh, you can always email us at Hollow Hollow Hangouts, and uh, we'll talk about it in the next show. Um, always with me here is Panda Cat Dragon, a fabulous whereby machine. Hello, Pam. Also known as Pam. Pam, <laughs> Panda Cat Dragon, Pam. I'm known as Pam. Hello, Sorry. my buhai. I just re- I just remember the 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 restaurant that we were in. Like what? Like two two days ago, you were just staring at a panda painting, and so I'm <laughs> <laughs> kind of like I got like panda cat dragon. I have an obsession with pandas. Okay, <laughs> and don't no, it has nothing to do with my Asianness. I guess I just think they're really cute, and I think that being a panda like handler is like my dream job that i'll probably never get so just just uh fyi no there aren't any native pandas in the philippines okay that's no that's in the mainland china area which we won't get into because apparently they're having fun over there with with all the stuff that's happening over there with china i'm yeah yeah we won't we, <laughs> we, won't, won't, go we won't go china. into that we won't um, go into there yeah so, oh, so by the way, before we get started, um, just uh, FYI, we're gonna try to sort of uh, uh, make things a little bit more smoother. Uh, we're gonna sort of do away with certain other things that's usually you'd find in the in the show, but because we really find that we really get into the big topics in the show that all of a sudden we're expanding this show to like two hours and I've been really trying to be good to getting this thing down to an hour or less. So um, it's kind of a format change where we have one main topic that we're gonna talk about and the rest are just gonna be announcements and all that stuff. So, and if there's major news that we wanna talk about, we'll put that into a main topic too, just to sort of, You know, condense it because long like- podcasts get a little too drawn out, and I'll be it to know. I'll, 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 I'll be the first one to admit I get really drawn out. I get it, I get it. Okay. <laughs> we like we like to talk about this. I mean, there's so much, you know, areas that we could explore and yeah. reflect on. That I think I think I think this would be a better. Have our have our um, show be better organized. Yeah. So, so in the interest of time, in the interest of you know, like you know, not wasting your time, not wasting my time, in a sense, you know, even though we kind of like having you know, hanging out and stuff like that, and trying to talk, talk to the day is is blue, you know. Um, <laughs> we will uh, we'll sort of make this format change, and we do have a a good topic to talk about. Uh, for this show, but I don't know. Uh, what have you been up to, Pam? <laughs> well, um, I really haven't been up to anything. Um, I am kind of sad that uh, I missed the Lumpia Festival that happened not too long ago. Um, yeah. Life, life just gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> life happens. That, yeah. I was tr- but. Um, yep. Yes. 
I was trying to make that festival, but I kind of got stuck over at Afton State Park. <laughs> so hey, but you know, I mean, it's summertime in Minnesota. Yeah. The time to like be outside in Minnesota is really rare. So whenever you get a chance to be outside, do it. And like any good Filipino, you can tell I've been outside when I have an even darker tan. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, 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 sunburn. Yeah, I'm starting to look like what do you call that? Like in the, I, I don't know what it is in the rest of the Philippines, like in the southern Philippines, we call it like the, what is it, the, you know, like the, uh, you know, um, from the Bukid. You know, the... Oh, I never you know, heard book, that, no. You know, uh, uh, you know, where it's like, you can tell they're from the <laughs> from the mountains because they're so dark. You know, they're not oh. from the city because the city people tend to be a little lighter because they're mostly indoors. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I get it. So. so. Awesome. <laughs> well, um, uh, just a little announcement uh, for those of you that are in Minnesota. Uh, save the date July 23rd from 12pm to 5pm yep. is the 35th annual Philippine Day that yes. is being held at Woodbury High School um, I'm just uh, reading the description and it sounds like it's going to be outside Yeah. So, so it was the same place last year I don't know if it's going to be in the park but the high school is right next to the park that was in from last year. Like, in fact, they had like the food trucks in the high school parking lot. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's your very uh, typical but f still fun Filipino gathering. Yeah. There'll be there'll be food vendors, arts and crafts, music, dances, games, shopping, and a lot of uh, Filipinos there uh, it will be outside so make sure um to bring what you need chairs umbrellas yeah bring an umbrella uh, blankets <laughs> uh, please bring a bottle of water to yeah. stay hydrated because it's getting really hot <laughs> now if it's gonna be like last year where there was a freaking long line at the food vendors okay <laughs> took me two and a half hours just to get freaking food in the rain Remember? Yeah. It was yeah. in the rain. Yeah, we were like, oh my, oh my, it's so hot because the sun was out and there was hardly any clouds. And then when we were standing in line, oh look, there's a cloud. Yay! And then once we got our food, that's when it started to downpour. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't a good time. No. I and I saw people leaving. They looked at the line and it was like, eh, there's an Applebee's down the road. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so, so just a fair, just a fair point. Um, if you do go, I would still advise to go to the desserts first, but bring a cooler. Yes. So that you keep it uh, cool and cool. dry. Because yeah. what happened was that I bought desserts, which were cakes. So when I got soaked in the rain, it was all mush. When yeah. I got home, and I was like, "Well, I think, I think." The that best, <laughs> the, the, I, you know, just to, as a pro tip, get there early. Just get there early. You don't want to go there like in the middle of the time where like freaking lines are long. Like that's what I did. I was there like right in the middle of where everything was happening. And 
I paid the price because two and a half hours later, yeah. you know, just, oh, it's like, oh, okay. There's, there's a reason why I hate food truck festivals. Okay. I, so. I know, I know. <laughs> this is Edwin's thing. So again, yes, uh, July, July 23rd, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Yeah. It's 35th annual Philippine Day at Woodbury High School. We hope to, uh, we hope to find people listeners there it'd be awesome yes. to meet you guys <laughs> you might not know who we look what we look like but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways um so yeah so um i put it on my calendar i'm probably gonna show up because hey it's food and i kind of feel bad not going to olympia festival so i'm gonna try to make it a point not to go not to go do other extracurricular activities that day <laughs> so all right so i don't know so you want to just get into the topic yeah let's go let's for it do it because i know we're going to be talking about it. so i am going to play this all right so we are this is sort of like a thing that we were talking about last week with Pam's trip and something sort of occurred you know that you know occurred to me while having that conversation is that there's this there's this thing about you know families that come here to the Philippines right to the United States it could be I should just say just the United States I'm sure this is true for like people who who immigrate to like Canada to you know to europe or whatever you know like just outside of the philippines like first mm -hmm. immigrant families or kids of first immigrant families right right where um where <clears throat> when you get here to the from the philippines that there's sort of a plan in 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 the the minds of the immigrants right where now they're making more in terms of monetary value like you're making the dollar rather than the peso right yes. or you're making the euro rather than the peso or even you know the canadian dollar rather than the peso whatever right <laughs> The, we would have to admit the peso isn't very strong. It's not very in the strong. <laughs> it's not very strong, right? I still right. remember my dad looking at the the dollar versus the peso and sort of like, "Ooh, my dollar's gonna get you know gonna be gonna go farther." You know, sad to say, yeah. right? We could talk about in a different topic about the Philippine economy because it is it is one of those economies where it's just like, "Wow, like what are they doing?" <laughs> but wow. you know, but anyways. So, we, I wanted to talk about this because when Pam went to the Philippines, Pam's parents or fam, you know Pam's family immigrated here to Minnesota, right? I'm, yes. Right. Okay. So yes, just, and it was. I would like to add, it was. They were alive during the whole Marcos regime. So it was I'm yeah. not. Sh I would assume they. I'm not sure when they were able to move whether if it was before they closed the borders or 
or after it was probably most before. likely after my parents my parents okay. left right before the edsa thing happened okay so i'm not yeah i'm family. not sure but i did ask like if they remembered that yeah and and they were like yeah oh yeah we remember that time yeah so it was just you know a very huge deal on why the why they want to immigrant or immigrate to uh the u.s yep um unfortunately i don't think they had any connection here as far as i know i think uh my dad my dad is the oldest uh son in the family sure so he i i would assume he was the one that immigrated to the u.s first and all my aunts and uncles followed suit afterward okay so i don't think i don't think they were sponsored at all they had to start new <laughs> yeah and immigration policy in the united states was different back then than it is today you know was it more lax i think so i don't i'm not quite sure i mean i know that my family were sponsored to come here in the united states by i don't i don't know if it was on my mom's side or my dad's side. i want to say it was on my mom's side my mom's sister because mm. my her husband was a lawyer and sort of had those connections and then they okay. and then i think it was because that was the first place no that was the second place we lived so it's I want to say it's that, but we were, we were sponsored and the, and I don't know how lax it was quite honestly. I know there was like, there was some kind of immigration policy, you know, but I don't know how, how it was, but I mean, it's not like today, today. Yeah. Filipinos, good luck trying to get to the United States, you know, without a a sponsorship. Oh oh, yeah. yeah. So or some kind of like a work visa or work arrangement with like a J visa, like a J one J one visa. I think that's what I thing. honestly think. I honestly but, think that a lot of people would prefer coming in here with a visa before they even, you know, yeah, we apply can, for citizenship. Yeah, well, we can talk about that, but the, but it's one of those things where, like, you get here to to the United States right yep. because of whatever reason is it the kids having a better education you know or making the almighty dollar or is it um you know a better life that sort of thing and i think it's it's probably a combination of that right okay um i know like people who i talk to in the philippines the reason why they come to they want to sort of leave the philippines and go to canada Australia or the United States is because they see these countries as having a better life, right? Television. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> like, you know, you turn on freaking, you turn on ABS TV and all of a sudden the United States like it shows. Was, it was social on. media back then. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, w- whether that's true or not true or whatever, you know, be that as it may, it's it's just, you know, it's the perception of it, yeah. right? And it's, it's one of those things where once they come here to the United States, right, the next thing what happens is that they sort of dream of retirement into the Philippines. <laughs> so they want to go back, right? Yeah. 
And the kids, and this is not true for every family, right? I get that. The kids are sort of state, like they're, they're here in the United States or they're, you know, choose, choose the country they immigrated, they're there. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those realities, and I want to talk about the reality of it. Speaking of, you know, Pam was born here in the United States, right? Yes. Yeah. I was born. I was born here. My sister uh, was born in the Philippines, but moved over here. Yeah. And I was born in the Philippines. So I'm more like akin to your sister (laughs) that way, right? Yeah. So, and both in my entire like nuclear family were born in the Philippines. So we all came here as, you know, one big happy family off the boat (laughs) to the. <laughs> to the United States, right? Um, yeah. So, here's the thing: the reality to me, and I don't know if this is different for you, Pam, but the reality to me here in the United States it depends on how you got here, is based on how you get established here, and how that sort of affects your family even when they you know you know they their 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 dreams are going back to the philippines to retire because i know your parents were like my parents yeah that they wanted to retire back to the philippines right and all the implications that goes with that Mm -hmm. so i mean to me it's like i commend and i always you know i admire my parents for taking that chance to come here in the united states in fact I don't think I could have done it, you know, to take that step to get out of the Philippines, come to a land that they have no idea about, you know, and there's certain families here. They come here in a J-1 visa or they come here for special circumstances because of a job, right? Great example, nursing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nurse, you know, families who come here on a pro, like a nursing program. You know, they sort of get, they have sort of like a like a step up from families who don't come here because of a, of a job. They come here through sponsorship. And the sponsorship, you know, process, you know, is sort of like a, you know, like it feels like it's still sort of up in the air, you know, because when you come here for immigration status, you have to keep it, you know, the green card yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So, I mean... That's why I sort of, I look at families who come here through sponsorship and they have to establish themselves sort of in the good graces of the family that's already here. Yes. Right. And Mm -hmm. there's always a lot of unknowns, whether your family can survive here, whether you can get a job here, you can get over the language barrier, the culture, all these barriers that come with like, like immigrating into a different country. Right. Yeah. In the United States, we're not like, we're not like Scandinavian countries, right. Where if you immigrate to a Scandinavian country, they actually put you in a program, like a culture program, a language program, right. A, you know, sort of like a, their way of like, albeit it's sort of like an assimilation program, you know, Mm, yeah you know like it's it's like you learn the culture you learn the language you learn the stuff right at at least in that way it's like a better i don't know an organ more organized way it's more of of trying to 
how to move in to the country and yeah. how to learn their culture, their language, yeah. how to get a license, how to get a thing, you know. Otherwise, I mean, and then compared to the U.S., is like you're on your own. You're on good your luck. own. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't for the good graces of my extended family, right, trying us the way, right, and I give a lot of thanks to my extended family members that that they showed us the way they took us in they they helped us get established i remember living between my dad's side of the family and my my mom's side of the family right and Mm -hmm. then about i want to say it was like about maybe less than a year later you know my parents found an apartment you know because they got jobs right the jobs that my parents got wasn't nursing. It wasn't like, you know, like through through job opportunities to come to the United States, right? Mm-hmm. My, I kid you not, my parents' first job was working at a Hardee's, <laughs> right? Um, were they? Uh, did they like? What was their educational level? My dad was a. My dad was a uh, studied. Um, what is it? Marine navigation, I think. So he oh, was part okay. of the merchant marines in the Philippines. Okay. So before, yes, before the days of the GPS, there was actual navigators on ships that had to take <laughs> charts and sextants and, you know, and plot courses yeah, yeah. with, yeah, right? <laughs> None of this like, you know, like, you know. Google Maps. Google Maps or anything <laughs> like that, right? No garments, <laughs> right? Right. So my dad was the Garmin. He was the Google Maps. Like that was his entire job. Okay. My mom was my mom actually studied nursing, but I don't know if she actually finished. I'm not quite sure. But she went to school here. One of the things that she was determined to do was mm. get an education here. So she she went to school here, right? She went okay. to school for you know for um programming oh, cobol okay. right i guess this is where i got it from <laughs> from my <laughs> team thing you know? but she stu- you know she studied programming and and i kind of wish i kept her books because other ones fascinating to to learn um uh and um and i think and then she became I don't know if she had an accounting background in the Philippines. I'm actually not quite sure of that. But she essentially became an accountant here. Okay. Oh. So it's so we were, you know, it took a while for us to get established in the United States. Right? Whereas and I'm not I'm not trying to put down people come here as nurses or like, you know, as engineers that get sponsored. You know? You know, good job getting here. You know, that's great. You know, but some people had it harder than others, right? And and I, gosh, I mean, I still get amazed by the story that my dad tells me is that is that um, if it wasn't for, and I don't know whose name is, and I don't know, you know, like what made him sort of give my dad a chance, right? Mm. You know, but my dad eventually became sort of like a temp over at Excel 
and well NSP, mm-hmm. but now it's Excel Energy. It's the it's a local yeah, company yeah. here, local power company here. It's the biggest one. Yeah. But he was a janitor at the at their main office in Rice Street, right in St. Paul, mm-hmm. and and it was sort of temporary, I think. And my dad sort of pleaded with his boss to to you know ha- you know keep him on to to work, right? And. This guy, I don't know. I kind of like it's it's one of those things where miracles happen, <laughs> you know, if you believe in that sort of thing. But the this guy told him, I have a friend that works over at over at Chestnut, which is a, a different site over in Minneapolis, right? Okay. And go talk to him. I was telling him you're coming you're going over to his you know, going there. And he can help you you know, get a job, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So my dad went over there, and my dad goes, my dad, you know, long story short, my dad talks to this guy, and he become, he, they sort of put him in the in the track of, like, material handling, um, uh, like truck driving and all this other stuff, right? He became like sort of like a warehouse hand over there. He eventually okay. became. Here's a here's a crazy story, right? They teach him how to drive a forklift. They teach him how to. They 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 got him to get his commercial driver's license with every single freaking endorsement you can possibly possibly get in a class A CDL, right? Mm-hmm. And he, before he retired, he was, he was the foreman of one over at the Excelsior substation. So he went from the bottom, bottom all the way to, you know, whatever the top is for like, for, for warehouses. Right. Right. And if it wasn't for that guy giving my dad a chance, I don't know where the heck we'd be. You know, because my mom was still at school and my, you know, and it was just one of those things that were, you know, like we were, we were kind of, you know, I had no idea until my parents told us like the story, you know, like, cause I was a kid. I was like five years old or whatever, you know, so it wasn't like, like, what's a job? What's a job? (laughs) You know, what is this thing? You know, how do you, you know, you know, where's my Cheerios? That's, that's, that's what I was thinking about, you know, and I get that. And so it was it was kind of those things where where people sort of I don't think people sort of understands what what immigrants have to go through <laughs> you know because because it's it's sort of oblivious to you know especially the people who are who are born here right I would I would like to point out that usually parents want to shelter their kids yeah. of the hardships that they go to because they don't want you to worry yeah. about them it, because yeah they it, they want you to concentrate on your schooling <laughs> yeah and that's exactly what my, you know my 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 brothers were out like freaking buying baseball cards and what have you you know and <laughs> you know they were asking for like the you know this you know 
whatever, you know, like, what was it at the time? Like, they were asking my dad for a Sega Master System, and it's amazing to me that my parents actually got that. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, it was, you know, I always think, you know, looking back at, like, how the heck we got here in the United States, you know? <sighs> it's like, it was like, wow. Like, that's, that's a story. And, yeah. you know, but throughout my entire time my, my parents time in the United States they always wanted to go back to the Philippines <laughs> well it's their home yeah it's essentially their home because wherever you spent most of your time even as a child yeah um, that's essentially home to yeah. most people yeah I mean there are I'm pretty sure that there are other people that you know are from the Philippines have immigrated and don't want to go return for you know whatever reason mm -hmm. and that's okay and i know phil um, i know families who are like that i've got i know plenty of filipino filipino like um you know parents you know who don't really want to go back you yeah. know not to live. Oh, yeah. they'll go back there for like a vacation, stuff like that. I know, like a you know, uh, I know you know uh, a person who has a essentially a vacation home in the Philippines, right? He goes back every right. year. That's fine. To live, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, regarding of my parents, it was it's quite. So they weren't sponsored. So there weren't any networks for them to rely on when they came over here. Yeah. Um, my parents, I believe, had a college education before they came to uh, the Philippines. Mm -hmm. I do not know much about, like, how their lives were. Because, again, I, I my parents are the type of, the, of uh, parents that were like, don't worry about us. I want you to focus on you you're schooling yep. so that you can have a better life um but i'm you know there were like i was going through some of their stuff uh from the old place and i won't go into details on it but i do know that they had to face their own problems uh financially um mm -hmm. they had to deal with racism oh yeah um, <laughs> but like I do know that they had to like spend time like at a, at some apartment or a small dwelling in California, which is where all Filipinos like go to. That's like <laughs> your first stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think for they my stayed family. there, and I don't remember. I don't remember what made them come to Minnesota, but eventually, uh, my dad was very good friends with. And I don't know if the friendship came first or the business, sure. but um, he he was able to land himself a very stable job as a an architect, um, in a small um, small but very stable uh, company that was run by another Asian, non Filipino. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom, my mom was able to uh, work at Cargo. Cargo is a very good company, by the way. Oh, Maybe yeah. even my sister works there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I think through the 
through the hardships of it all, I think my parents were lucky enough to have to land themselves to those yeah. stable jobs. So because they were able to uh, afford like getting their own house and then you know designing. I think I think the house at that in Wayzata, yeah, the one you know that we saw. I think that was built from my dad. It had I think been- he built. You're, you're that. I remember seeing your house. It was a very unique looking house. <laughs> you could, uh, yeah, I know. There are essentially like you could tell from the old part to the new part. Yeah. Um, but like you know, for an immigrant, for an immigrant family, first gen, they did pretty well actually. Oh, yeah. And which, is, which amazes me. I mean, I just, I always just. You know, like there's no, there's no really like a like a handbook, <laughs> you know, like how to. What, what, and and you covered it. You mentioned something about like you were a kid. Yeah. You didn't know any better. What's no. a job? What are responsibilities? Yeah. I just want to watch my Saturday cartoons having chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Yeah. I just, yeah, like. <laughs> All I cared about when I was a kid was was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons and hanging out with my friends. That was it. <laughs> that wasn't really and, like, like... Yeah, and there was... And the small difference... Well, there is a difference. I don't know if it's small or whatever, but... In your in your scenario, you traveled as a family. Yeah. You know, from the Philippines to here. Uh, in my in my case, I wasn't born yet, but my sister uh, was born in the Philippines. So story was is that when my parents immigrated, they had to leave their their baby back in the Philippines, and that was during a time when my mom's parents looked after her while in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And so when they finally established, you know, some type of lifestyle in the U.S., then they were able to, like, go back to the Philippines, get her. And bring it back. And bring it back. Yeah. And I have to say, she she was able to enjoy the, <laughs> the American culture just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, that's not a, you know, that's, that's not a unique uh story i know plenty of um even my even my brother i think like they did that um with with uh you know with my nephew where they he was there for a bit getting raised by my my sister-in-law's um my sister-in-law's sister which they're there they're here now (laughs) yeah you know so yeah, but they had to go back to the Philippines. In fact, I went. I was there in the Philippines when they when they came over to the Philippines to get to get uh, to get their son, right? My yeah. nephew to bring them over, bring him back to. Uh, no, they went there. They weren't actually married yet, but they went there. But my I met my nephew in the Philippines because they lived. They were from Davao too, so. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's and you have to do whatever you have to do, right? To give your. Then you have to remember, like when your when our parents came here and they were trying to establish a life here, 
they had to also find community at some point. Oh, yeah. I do not think that my parents would have, like, been able to have the life that they've had if it weren't for the local Filipino community. Mm-hmm. I, I know that they were very close to, um, not CSFA, the other one. FMA, FMA? yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... And that's where they met other local Filipinos mm-hmm. when when they're off, um, like, working their day jobs. Yeah. And they, you know, they didn't, they didn't really understand what daycare was. They're, I'm pretty sure they, they had their doubts on leaving their child with, you know, a fellow stranger. <laughs> um, let alone, I don't know if if the cost was as, you know astronomical as it is today um yeah but like but i i I believe uh they were able to like leave my sister in the hands of another uh filipino family yeah that was able to at least you know look over her during the day while they worked yeah they would pick her up and i'll be like you know what that's awesome yeah that's really awesome and that's i think that's the reason why they always stress on the whole is your friend a Filipino? <laughs> yeah. It seems a bit, you know, <laughs> it's, a tad bit racist, but there is some truth I, to it. Yeah. There's, I don't, it's, I don't think it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's just the way that they sort of like perceive the world, you know, like yeah. my parents were the same way. I mean, my <laughs> looking back at it, it's kind of, yeah. Um, like, what was it? My, my piano teacher was Filipino. Mm. Okay, my dentist was a Filipino. My was your doctor a Filipino? I think they were trying to find one. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Yeah, my my but, family doctor was Filipino. Yeah. and that was like their <laughs> how she got her. Yeah, and you know it was who was it like? Like everybody, you know, we we did jobs for. I remember growing up, we like did like sort of like. You know, like, con, you know, like, side jobs for for Filipinos. That's how I got to know um, Aero Assemblies here oh, okay. in 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 Minnesota because we established my parents established a relationship with with the owners, and they would we used to do sort of like um, we used to do work for them, like you know, like sort of like a. Like an F, you know, like a, like a by contract basis where we would do like at home assembly for them. And, you know, and we'd go to the offices there, you know, to drop it off and pick stuff up. You know, it was kind of great. Like I kind of missed doing that. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it paid, it didn't pay well, but it was something. It was like, it was like extra pocket money. But, and we sort of established that relationship. And that was through my, through my aunt, who was also part, like my aunt was one of the, founders of the csfa that's why i got to know the csfa okay. a lot and gotcha. <laughs> yeah and that was that was a group of filipinos in minnesota getting together doing their thing and 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 helping you know helping you know not you know just not just you know like the culture of the philippines but inviting people who came from the philippines and help them out that's why there's so many associations here in, in minnesota that are filipino based one of the biggest yeah. one is the nurses association <laughs> you know i wonder why i wonder why you know but that's 
it's their thing and it's great that way because you know it's at least there is some kind of a community established to help other filipinos out you know it's it's i mean the filipino nurses association i don't think they were even around when we, when i came here in the united states you know, the only ones I knew about was CSFA and FMA, and that was it. And, and those know. are the two most popular ones. There are other, like, smaller, oh, yeah. non-popular ones. The, but uh, they exist. Yeah. yeah. We we were so ecstatic. My parents, I remember my parents were so ecstatic when there was a Filipino store <laughs> here. <laughs> it was, like, oh, the yeah. only one, you know, and it was all the way out in West St. Paul, and making that like you know every other week trip to to west st paul and yeah you know and it's just it's just one of those things where they're sort of like you know they're they've established themselves like you know within that community you know and yeah my parents made me dance freaking pamana because of it you know because my aunt <laughs> wanted me to dance pamana and all this other stuff right and and, you know, and the thing is, as far as, like, my parents sort of made it to a point where they didn't want me to forget where I come from, right? And I think that's why they got me involved in all this stuff. Because, you know, like, bringing me, you know, telling me, you know, they went back to the Philippines multiple times, you know? And um, it's, it's almost like, don't forget where you come from. You better marry a Filipino. All this other stuff. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's. We. That's a different episode altogether. It is. It is. But being, um, you know, being part of like, you know, being part of the, uh, you know, first gen immigrant, you know, yeah, thing. You know, it's such a, it's such a, a thing because you go to school different. I don't know. I don't know. How did you get to go to school, Pam? Like, um, tell me about like. So, I believe. I believe in elementary school, it was mostly by bus. And then when I went to Benild, my high school, uh, uh, it was uh, it was on my way to my dad's work, so my dad drove me. Mm -hmm. Did you until ever, I was able to drive myself? Did you ever go to like ESL or anything like that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See. I think this is where like so a little bit of a difference becomes between me and Pam, you know, between you and I is because yeah. I had to grow up since I was a, you know, like a first gen immigrant, right? Where I didn't really know the language mm. and I didn't know English all that well. So right. I went to daycare, not really knowing English. I went through... Um, not primary school, but what is that? Uh, gosh, what is that? Before kindergarten, you go to Pre preschool, right? Preschool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you go to preschool and, you know, like knowing bits and pieces because you watch Sesame Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And Mr. Rogers, whatever. Yeah. You know, that sort of deal. Oh man. You Mr. Rogers. Yes. Saturday morning cartoons. Anyway, yes. That sort of thing. Right. <laughs> yes. But when I got to kindergarten, right, I went through ESL. Now, can and you explain to those that don't know what ESL means? So ESL is a program. I don't know if they still have ESL. That's the thing. I don't know if ESL is still a thing in in, I, I see, in, I don't know. in K-12 yeah. schools in, in the United States. 
it was for me. So ESL stands for English as a Second Language. And this is where you go to school, you know, starting kindergarten, first grade, and they take you out of the main class during the day. And they put you in this room with other first-gen immigrant kids, right? Okay. And they sort of create this sort of group where you learn English together. And you learn the culture of the of the of the American culture together. This is where I got to know <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin carving in Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is where I got to know, um, like building a snowman, and <laughs> and Minnesota exclusive. Yeah, and you know, like all this, you know, like. All this other stuff, right? Now, it wasn't just during the main school year. Since you were an ESL kid, you had the the involuntary opportunity to go to summer school. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, I had to go to summer school. Not because I was a, you know, I was a, you know, like, I didn't do my homework or anything like that, right? It was, you had to go to summer school because you were an ESL student. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and ESL was also during the summertime. So, we got to learn, um, you know, baseball. And <laughs> See, it sounds so simple right now. Yeah. You know, as an adult. As an adult, as an American. right? Yeah. But as a kid, you're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's... So, it was, you know, it was a, it, it, it was a thing. And all the other kids during all all the other ESL students in the district, right in the school district, also went to ESL summer school. So you got to meet oh all the other first gen immigrants in the school district. <laughs> so there were people from a lot of Asians. I had no idea. There's like a lot of Asians. Not a single Filipino. I was the only Filipino. Everybody else was like, it's like Chinese, <laughs> you know, Japanese, yeah. Vietnamese, Koreans. There was a bunch of Koreans there too. And, okay. you know, and there was a like Lebanese. <laughs> there was okay. a Lebanese okay. person there. Uh, and every, every, at the end of the summer school ESL, it was an international potluck. So my parents had to freaking make like whatever Filipino oh. dishes, and we, I had to bring it over to, to, to this thing, right? So it was nice. I mean, it was like a, it was like a international smorgasbord, you know. They were. I love it. I love it when schools <laughs> do that. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, it was, it was actually one of the highlights. We had to do it every single year. Yeah, you know, we did oh, okay. every single year. So it was nice, right? But. Which that's why it's like, it's like, I know you probably never experienced ESL, right? No. They didn't have well, anybody who remember, was born here. I was born here. Yeah. So I was able to be more, you know, aware of it. And English was the only language. It's only now that I am trying to learn Tagalog. So mm -hmm. there are pros and cons to that. Uh, so I never got to do ESL, but mm -hmm. I did, I was pulled from mainstream the mainstream class for piano lessons. What? You get the 
I didn't know that. Oh, it would not all schools offer that until I say that. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh wow. But in, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, I'm actually, I was actually in a good place. Mm. So my parents, my parents did make sure that they were in a good place so that they could have me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they made sure that don't worry about it. We got you. Yeah. You just got to get good grades. <laughs> oh, the good grades. Yeah. That's another grades. thing that we can talk about too. Yeah. But it's like they really had it set in my mind that I wasn't allowed to date until <laughs> I was able to land myself, you know, in a good paying job. Which, by the way, I will remind you, my parents were the stereotypical Filipino parent. You had to be a a lawyer or a doctor or you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) So, so in essence, they didn't want me to be married until I I was like in my 30s or 40s. (laughs) 30s or 40s. Yeah. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. (laughs) But what, what really, you know... What I really like about hearing about your story about, you know, growing up with an immigrant family is that you, you are really exposed to the culture. Yeah. Me, I was not. Yeah. I guess you could say my parents wanted me to assimilate to the American culture because it would be easier mm-hmm. on me. In a way, it was. Yes, I, I do recognize my my own privilege. Mm-hmm. I do I do consider myself lucky, um, but I do miss that part of what what would a Filipino feel like? Yep. In in a non-Filipino culture, I don't. I'm completely yeah. blind to that. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I don't know. Like, what for you? Like, what would be? Um, um, did your, I mean, did your, did your, even with your sister, did your sister even like, um, did they do the same thing with your sister where it was just like, see, I'm not sure. Simulate, simulate, I'm not but. sure with the ESL. I'm guessing they did. Yeah. But as, see, my sister, my sister and I are two on two op- opposite sides of the spectrum. I'm more reserved. I'm more quiet. I'm an introvert. Sure. She is outgoing. She is very talkative. She is really much a people person. So (laughs) whenever she was, you know, she was a, she's able to make friends like so easy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how do you do that? How do you talk to people? How do you talk to strangers? I was raised on stranger danger. So I'm like, you know what? Have at it. If you want to talk to me. Awesome. I wonder (laughs) if that's a thing because even my brothers, like my older brothers, they could make friends like that. Like, when I was growing up, I would mm-hmm. never see my brother not hanging out with someone. Right? Oh. And my brother's gonna kill me when I say <laughs> say this, but but even though, like growing up, like we had it we lived very close to our elementary school, right? We lived like maybe like four or five blocks from our elementary school. So we so we were known as walkers, right? <laughs> so we oh. yeah, we walked to school, walked from school, right? Every single time I walked from school, right, my brother, I would have to, like, walk with my brother, right? And there was, like, these two girls that my brother was always hanging out with. 
right? Okay. And I was, I still remember this. It's like they always walk together, and my brother would just like, you know, like walk behind us or whatever the heck, you know, and they just, he'd be just like in the front with like these two girls. <laughs> it would be like, how does he, just thinking about this, like, I was just like, how the heck did he do this? Like every, every single like thing in, even today, right? My brother can make friends like 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 that, right? And it was like, yeah, that's awesome. How the heck? Me in elementary school, I had to go to friendship classes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> friendship classes, For, huh? It was a thing, okay. And it was like in the fifth fifth grade you know i don't know it was like sometime in elementary school like all of a sudden i get pulled out from class and i was in this like special group and it was ran by the school counselor <laughs> okay <laughs> and we were like sitting in a circle and it was literally like a class on how to make friends <laughs> i kid you not I wonder if this is still a thing. If any of our oh, listeners know if these friendship classes still exist, sign me up. I don't. I. It's just. It's just. I had a like. I had like a complete opposite like experience from like what my brother was doing. You know, <laughs> completely. And to me, it was like, you know, like I don't know. Like even even today, you know, it's just like. Like, you know, like he's always, he's always making friends somewhere, right? <laughs> you know, and like, I don't, like he has, he's such an extrovert that it's, it's not even like, like I always made fun of him because like he was so outgoing and, and like he could like, if he had, if he, if he needed a salesperson, he would be like the first one I'd call <laughs> because he could make friends. Like he could be, like he could sell he could sell the London Bridge. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't understand why he never went into sales. Like, he would have been so good at it. Like, completely. And, um, and because he would just make friends. He would just make these connections. I'm just like, man, I, I don't know how to do that. You know? <laughs> and, you know, it was just, it's, it's just amazing to me. I don't know if it's just because, yeah, I was like, Wrote, I wrote, I, you know, I, I was brought up with stranger danger and, you know, and keep your hands Same to yourself here. type stuff, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. Like, don't, don't talk to strangers. Don't, you know, don't, you know, like, I don't know. You know. I don't know if it's like that in the Philippines, but it seems like Philippines is more social because it's more of like a extended community thing. I think, yeah, I think but, I was like, I don't know. It just seems like. And this could just be an Asian thing, not just Filipinos, but usually Asians have all the friends, have all the people. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I mean, those that are outgoing usually get seen more. Yeah. And us introverts like just hanging out in the background. Yeah. So I can't really say that it is an, it, if that is really true, where a, like Asians. Are more social. Mm -hmm. It's either that or there's just too many of us. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I I have no idea. Like I don't know. I don't know either. And um, I kind of feel weird. bad saying that. Oh. But oh, but yeah. Um, 
There's a lot to learn regarding uh, of like how our parents immigrated to us yeah. and what we can take from that knowledge to move forward. Mm -hmm. To move forward and you know, if we if we decide to have kids, what to pass on to our kids mm -hmm. and, and I don't just, know, like it's it's one of those things where I think the you know, like family history has always been important to me, you know? And because it's sort of, it's sort of like, uh, I kind of feel bad saying this too, but it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm, you know, I always look back at the crap that my parents had to go through and their parents had to go through and their parents had to go through. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I kind of, you know, like I kind of, I look up to that sort of thing where where I see like my generation, <laughs> you know, that yeah. I'm in and I'm kind of like, are we really living up to that? <laughs> you know? And Ooh, are we talking about expectations? Not really, but like even for yourself, you know, not, not what people expect from you, but what you expect for your, from yourself, you know? That's 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 another episode. It is there, another. Right there. It is another episode, but it's one of those things where I always think of it, time and time again. Where it's just, you know, and it, for me, it's sort of a just you know just a just a small little thing where it's like, you know, like the history that you that you you know the history that you learn from your family, you know, it's either mm -hmm. going to inspire you, <laughs> right? Or it's going to, you know, it's 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 going to affect you somehow, you know. Yeah. And it for certainly it affects me because every, you know, like you can't help but sort of look back and go, you know, it's like well, freaking a, you know, like I, I'm kind of the guy who's like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too, kind of thing, you know. But the circumstances are uh -huh. different, <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. And but, it's just so interesting because we could. We use, you know, our past experiences to um, help connect because, yeah. like, I was able to talk about, you know, how I, how I was raised, you know, differently from all the other uh, American families mm -hmm. because, you know, um, I know of other uh, people of first gen families immigrant fam families they felt the same way they felt mm -hmm. the same way they feel like they are part of the american culture and also at the same time not yeah the it's we can't help but kind of feel the in-between mm -hmm. um you know we're kind of filipino but not we're kind of american but not yeah. it's an identity thing it is and you know i guess that's what we're doing the show for right <laughs> Right, right. It's, it's a very, um, you know, good time to reflect. Yeah. Well, do you have any last uh, thoughts, Pam? Um, I would say that, you know, it. I feel grateful mm -hmm. for my parents to choose to that the hard choice to immigrate. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's very, it could be very traumatizing. Yeah. But I'm, I I don't use this word very often, but I feel blessed mm -hmm. that um, they were able to establish a life for me and my sister to enable us to have a good life. 
Um, I would not. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I would be where I am right now if they chose not to. Yeah. Any last words for you? Yeah, I would say the same. Like, I mean, you know, telling my, you know, like the the broad strokes of my, you know, how my family got here and, you know, like what the crap that my parents had to go through. I mean, I, I'm always amazed and I feel, I also feel blessed and I don't take that lightly where it's, you know, it's all the hardships and all the sacrifices that both my parents had to, had to go through and mm-hmm. leaving the life that they knew for a life that they didn't know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, I can't imagine how scary that is. And I know why they wanted to go back to the Philippines. And I know, you know, like the stuff that I learned and why they, they brought me up the way they did, you know, there is some method to that. And there's a, there's a reason behind it. Yeah. Even though back in the day, I had no idea what the heck they were doing. And, you know, and reflecting back on it that, you know, like recently, especially when, you know, when, when my, both of my parents died, you know, and you can't help but reflect on that and, and why they did the things that they did. And it just makes me sort of be inspired by it and be thankful for it. And, you know, I thank them for, you know, for doing what they, they did, even though it was freaking scary. Mm-hmm. Right, and they had nothing, you know, and they right. had to make. I mean, it's that whole thing about making a dollar out of fifty cents, you know, and that's exactly what they had to do, <laughs> you know, and you know, there's, you know, there is, you know, I completely, I truly understand what that means now, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, and I'm here living my life, and I'm like, you know, I'm, you know, and you know, I just, I can't, I can't compare to to the things that I had to go through, what they had to go through. There's like, (laughs) you know, I kind of, not to put lightly like the things I had to go through, but, you know, it's, you know, it's a, it's a struggle, you know, and it's, to them, it was definitely a struggle, you know, and I guess that that's the, that's my last thoughts on, you know, in, you know, growing up as a first gen immigrant is that, you know, you need family. <laughs> yeah. And also so. just to make, just to cover recent events on immigration, because it is a topic of today. Yes, it is. It will always be a topic. Um, it kind of like when, when the news media says immigrants or even refugees, you can't help, but like feel that little connection. Oh yeah. Because, because, you know, as kids of immigrant families, we're like, that could that could have been us. Yeah, and you know, the people who are who are coming from like from South America, you know, and making these treks to to the United States, right? Yeah. I feel for them because that's those are the kind of struggles that that um, you know, like the reasons why my parents had you know wanted to come to the United States, you know, yeah. be it legal illegal whatever right but the right. true fact is that and i just want to emphasize this point is that 
every single person who lives in the United States, sans the Native Americans, came from immigrant families, and they were they came here for 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 reasons, mm-hmm. right? Right. And you know, it doesn't take you know. There's a reason why they did that, and who knows? And this is the thing I always emphasize on history, right? They could have gotten here illegally. They could have gotten here legally. It doesn't matter. What really matters is the reason why they came here, and the you know, and the and the methods behind that, where they you know the you know they wanted to make a better life. Everybody wants to make a better life. That's mm-hmm. that's a goal, right? Nobody yeah. wants to. Nobody chooses to. Uh, I want to, you know, I want a crappy life, <laughs> you know, Right. you know, it's, that's why I'm, 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 every time I hear about immigration policies, every time I hear about, you know, like people blocking immigration policies or, or any kind of like something that puts down a certain group of people because of ideologies, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know? I don't understand that, you know, and, you know, because there's no, I mean, because, you know, everybody comes through the unknown, you know, everybody has an unknown. It depends on what you want to, how you treat that, you know, uh, you know, how you, how you take those unknowns and making sure that it works for, for everybody. And to me, you know, it doesn't, you know, the United States to me and, the, you know, in Canada, United States, whatever, it was built on immigration, you know. Yeah. So I don't understand why we're blocking other people when they come to this country, you know. Yeah. That's my, that's my two cents on it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so those are our thoughts yeah. on uh, the realities of being first gen yeah. immigrant families or kids of fam- of those families. Um, we welcome uh, any of listeners' thoughts, comments, yeah. or questions. Please uh, email us at hollohollohangout at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, I yeah. think we're ending uh, the it's, show. It's, it's <laughs> worth reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so. So yeah, give us a give us an email. Say what what do you think? You know, like your thoughts on things that we've talked about today, and how you know how it shaped your life, how it shapes you know, like how you were brought up here in the United States, or if you're listening to this in the Philippines, you know, I want to say that um, what you know, like other you know, do you want to come to you know get out of the philippines like you want to immigrate from a different to a different country doesn't have to be the united states that's just one country right you right. know and and give us you know give us your reasons why um i'd love to know the the reasons you know and if you don't want to leave the philippines i want to know the reasons why you know yeah that too you know i always i always want to hear you know, like the, you know, like for and against and stuff like that. And like, you know, like, you know, and reasons behind it, because it's always fascinating to me, you know, if I'm missing anything. <laughs> so right. anyways, well, that's our show. 
um i hope you enjoyed this one uh we'll be talking about more in-depth stuff uh next episode um i don't know exactly what we're gonna be talking about but um i don't know maybe we'll talk about something a little bit more fun <laughs> but probably we, yeah this is a pretty it pretty feels as, as pretty deep so yeah. we might the next episode might be fun i don't yeah. know so <laughs> Um, so thank you for listening. This is Hollow Hell Hangouts. Um, and uh, you can reach me at DIY Edwin on Instagram. Um, you can you can uh, drop me a line there, or you can drop us a line over hollowhellhangouts.com. Pam, where can they find you? Um, I am kind of on Twitter, kind of not at PandaCatDragon1. I'm also on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Um, I'm also uh, behind the very quiet facebook page of uh legend uh, creators where you could check out our other podcasts called dungeons dinings and dorks yep if you are interested um there there is a website but it's currently under construction right now uh we will let you know when that is gonna be live websites are hard they are hard <laughs> they are hard um and yeah those are my contact info please right. like share comment and subscribe. subscribe if you haven't if you have subscribed please comment if you have comment and subscribe please like and the rest <laughs> so all that stuff all that stuff um so yeah so till next time um this is hollow hollow hangouts episode what 39 um my <laughs>